episode 27. Real quick, uh, what, what time is it? 12, 13, Sunday. NFL getting ready to come on, but, but we got to get this off. I mean, I ain't going to say we. I got to get this off my chest before NFL start and before game three tonight. Got E in the building with me. What's going on, man? What's happening, man? Oh, uh, man, you, hey, you got it. You got it. After game one and two, it was obvious, like, man, AD is just a beast. He's balling. Miami don't have an answer for him. Now, he, he's tough. Dude shooting, what, 60%, 70% from the field. Like, he's just dominating. But yeah. but then I got to seeing all these memes and statuses about he's carrying the Lakers, LeBron getting carried, and this and that. And we all know, man, LeBron's my guy. And I give credit when credit is due. That's why I ain't throwing no shade at no Anthony Davis or none of that. But the more and more I got to looking at them numbers, I'm like, come on now. Like, Bron averaging, what, 29? He's averaging 11 boards and 9 assists. How does that equate to being carried? And I, I got to talk about this, man. I got to talk it about this. It don't. It don't. It don't. That's not being carried, man, at all. That's, that's not being carried. They both they both contributed as a team, you know. It's it's basically uh, uh, Mike Tyson versus Little Mac. That's what it looked like. <laughs> oh, Mike Tyson punched out. You know, it's a juggernaut <laughs> against. It looked like a uh, you know. I ain't taking no credit uh, no credit away from Miami because they they made it there on who they beat. You know, uh, beating Indiana, which is a good basketball team, beating the number one team in the NBA, which uh, which was Milwaukee, 4-1, straight dominated them. And, uh, you know, a talented Celtics team. I ain't taking nothing away from Miami. But far as, like, people saying LeBron getting carried, he ain't getting carried, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, we had this conversation so many times, man. You know what I'm saying? The numbers that he's putting up, man, it's expected. So, it's not uh, – you know, it's not impressive to some of us. You know, he's been in the league 17 years. You know, he he getting 20, what is it, 20, you said 29, 11, and, and, and 9. 29, you know, that, 11, and 9. Yeah, that that's expected. That's why some people like, man, that that ain't even impressive, man. You know, that's expected of him. But I, I can agree with you on that, man. That dude ain't getting carried, man, because if you take either one of those players off their floor, it's what, the Lakers is not up 2-0. You know what I'm saying? They might be there too. That's fair. That's fair. And that's why I tagged you in that post the other day. Because once I got to looking at Anthony Davis's uh field goal percentage and all of that, I was like, you you almost have to give him finals MVP just off the, the field goal percentages alone. Because it's like, dude, like it ain't like all of his his points is coming from dunks and layups. Like he's actually shooting jumpers. He's shooting three pointers. And he's just playing at a high level. It's efficient. Like, you, you cannot deny that. But then the more and more I kept seeing all these these posts, and I'm saying to myself, I'm like, what series are y'all watching? Because first of all, Miami's playing a zone. And I honestly feel like that's part of the reason why they down 2-0 anyway. Like, the Lakers are not a physical team. So if you get into the body of Anthony Davis... His first instinct ain't going to be back you down into the post. No way. He's going to turn and face up and shoot. So I feel like them playing a zone plays into the Lakers' favor. And when you put LeBron and Rondo with the ball, which right now, if you ask me between 
LeBron, Rondo, and maybe Chris Paul. Those are the three best basketball generals in the game, period. I can't think of no better point guards as far as controlling the tempo of the game, breaking down the defenses, and finding the right reads. And you got two of them on the Lakers, and they both on the floor at the same time. And they picking that defense apart. So at the same time, it's like, you also, in my opinion, again, LeBron's my guy. I understand that, so it may come off as bias. But I'm saying that LeBron is responsible for a lot of the offensive production that the Lakers are putting up. How many times has LeBron caught the ball in the high post and dumped down to Anthony Davis for a wide-open dunk? Shit a lot. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, you got to evaluate this game for what it is. Anthony Davis is putting up big offensive numbers. The other night, he had a hellacious game as far as rebounding. But game one, Anthony Davis didn't rebound the ball that well. No, he didn't. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, LeBron's giving you damn near just as many points. They're tied for rebounds now because I think after game two, Anthony Davis had like 14 boards the other night. So that balanced it back out. But overall, LeBron was beating him in rebounds. And we already know LeBron is leading the team in assists, him and Rondo. So it's like you, you almost have to be nitpicky when you decide who's going to be the finals MVP. That's true. I think how it's going to play out, you know, the Lakers do sweep Miami because if they win tonight, it's, I mean, it's over anyway. But if they win tonight, it's really over. They don't have a chance. Um, the only way I can see LeBron winning that finals MVP is the next two games that they win, he got to average a triple-double, a triple-double. The only thing that's killing him right now that AD got the edge over him is the field goal percentage and the free throw percentage. And then, you know, we're not even going to speak about the three-point percentage. Yeah. Because I think AD might got him in that too. AD's shooting like, what, 67%. But that's what I'm saying. And that's where the numbers can kind of fool you because it's like, I don't know how many Anthony Davis has attempted. So LeBron been letting it go because they in a zone. But you think about this, though. Remember game one when Brian got when Brian was out of the lineup, and I think we was down, we was trolling Miami, and that was when Rondo was taking over and all that, and we came back with LeBron off the floor. Yeah, game so, one, Miami came out hot. Yeah. They was up what thirteen, and then yeah. that's when uh, KCP. If you ask me, I'm I'm gonna keep it all the way against it. KCP is the one who got that run started because he scored like I'm yeah, gonna yeah, say maybe yeah, eight yeah. or ten. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, he did. So. You know that you know you gotta take that game one in consideration on the the because like we went on a, what a seventy five to thirty run at the you know the second half you know what I'm saying right you know that that's that's a lot of points you know what I'm saying that we you know we beat them by you know what I'm saying that's forty five points but yeah fives like LeBron when that MVP he he got to get a triple double these last two games that they gotta win. That's the only way I can see him getting that MVP. Now, me personally, it ain't never been done, and we talked about this yesterday. They should share the finals MVP. It'll be the first time it ever happened because both of them out there balling, man. You know what I'm saying? You you take either one of them off their court, they're not playing in the finals. The Lakers is not up 2-0. You know what I'm saying? It might be 1-1, but then again, you know, Miami, Miami might be up 2-0. Right. So, you know, either one of them players, when you take them off that floor, man, you know, it's a theory. Exactly. If if the Lakers is not trolling 2-0. 
Exactly. So, look, I got the numbers right here in front of me. From game one, Anthony Davis shot 11 for 21. He hit uh, 10 for 10 from the free throw line. He went two for four from the three. LeBron shot nine for 17. He went five for six from the free throw line. And he also shot two for four from the three. This was game one. So then game two, like I said, Anthony Davis was on fire game two. Like you can't even deny that. So game two, Anthony Davis was 15 from for 20 from the floor. He shot one free throw. And he was one for one from the three-point line. Now, LeBron went 14 for 25, two for five from the free throw line, and three from three for eight from the three. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, yes, the, the percentages are high. I'm giving Anthony Davis the credit for the overall field goal percentage. Because as of right now, from the three, he's what? Three for five. And then LeBron is five for 12. So that's what I'm saying. It's like the the zone plays a part in that. But then, like y'all said, he's shooting 100% from the free throw line, Anthony Davis. So I'm giving him credit for that, too. So that's why I said, like, I'm basing thus far two games in, you have to give Anthony Davis the finals MVP because he's producing at an efficient level. Like, he's, he's super efficient right now. Yeah. But one could also make the argument that LeBron is facilitating and giving you almost identical production outside of the field goal percentage. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I'm firing up his mic because I'm saying to myself, I'm like, bro, like kill that. He's being carried narrative because it makes me mad, dude, because I'm like, they, they almost putting up the same numbers. Yeah, that's true. It's crazy. Man, you know, if LeBron do, you know, if LeBron do win it, you know what I'm saying? They gonna say, ah, oh, it's because he's LeBron and blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't knock that man for the play he's playing in, in the finals, man, because he's, he's, he's out there chewing, he's out there facilitating. You know what I'm saying? You know, I honestly, I think as, as of right now, it, it, to me, you can give the edge to Anthony Davis just because of the efficiency, but I think they should uh, they should share that Finals MVP. Nah, man, you know the whole world would, would think, come crashing. You think, bro? Like they both putting up, they both putting up thirty, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, in the finals, right? Both of them putting up thirty, right? Who, ain't, ain't no uh, ain't no other two players done that in Finals history that I can think of putting up thirty. See, you, like you, you legit got to go back to Shaq and Kobe. But that's the thing. I'm gonna give Shaq and Kobe that edge because Shaq was just so dominant. Anthony Davis is cold, but he wasn't dominant like Shaq was. Yeah, he, he ain't Shaq, but Shaq just demanded the double team, and that's why Kobe got a lot of open looks. D. Fish got a, a lot of open looks. You know, I, I even take it back to Glenn Rice. Big Shot Bob, uh, even uh, uh, Rick Fox, you know what I'm saying? Ron Harper was getting some great looks. Even Brian Shaw, you know what I'm saying? On uh, those those first, that, 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 the last three-peat in NBA history, you know, with the Lakers. That, that was the last team that done a three-peat. But, uh, yeah, man, if, if you know, Do- Anthony Davis out there, he's dominating, man. But, you know, you can't compare – his play with Sha- especially the the first finals that Shaq them won because Shaq just just you know the Indiana didn't have an answer for Shaquille O'Neal at all 
Now, of course, you know, we always have this argument, man, because it was a lot of times, you know, Shaq was out there dominating, but Kobe closed out those games. Right. And look, look, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want to interrupt you in your train of thought, but I'm going to even throw that in there because I'm glad that you raised that point. He, Kobe closed out the game. Anthony Davis had 30 points going into the fourth quarter the other night, and he finished with 32. Bron scored like 12 or 14 in the fourth quarter, and it ain't like they was in a blowout because at one point Miami cut the game to single digits. Yeah, no. So that's what I'm saying is like, like, I understand people want to be objective and people want to go at my guy or whatever, but I'm like, come on now. Like, I try my best to evaluate it on an even scale. And I, I feel like I'm putting my bias to the side when I'm evaluating it because I'm like, if you look at Anthony Davis fourth quarter the other night, outside of that wide open dunk he got towards the end, he, he didn't do nothing. Right. So it's like, I honestly feel like that finals MVP is, is closer than what people are making it out to be. And I ain't going to keep beating right. Go ahead, go ahead. It's real close, bro. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no landslide. You know what I'm saying? They, they neck and neck. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, if they give it to AD, it's because, you know, first time in the finals, he's consistent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you give it to LeBron, of course, a lot of people will say, oh, it's because it's LeBron. That's the only reason why he won it. You know what I'm saying? It's because of the name and because, you know, what he, woo, woo, woo. But not kill all that, man. Both of them deserve it. Like, they they both worthy of it. You know what I'm saying? I Like, I, I, to me, as of now, I think that they, that they should share that finals MVP. Because you can, you, you can go both ways. But if you, you got to, you know what I'm saying, give an edge, you got to give it to AD because of the efficiency. You right. know, with the field goal and, and, the, and the free throw percent. You know what right. I'm saying? That's the only thing that's going to kill LeBron right now. Yeah, I, but, you I know, agree. Everything else, everything else, you know what I'm saying, with the exception of the uh, the assist, you know what I'm saying, you got to give that edge to uh, LeBron. You got to. Right. But I ain't, I ain't going to keep beating a dead horse. Tonight is game three. Hopefully the Lakers gone and finish him off. Because at the end of the day, I kind of feel bad for Miami. But, at the, again, at the end of the day, like you, they have to play who's in front of them. And it's unfortunate yep. that they got hurt or whatnot, but I damn sure didn't hear nobody saying all of that last year when Kevin Durant wasn't there and when Klay Thompson went down. The only people that were saying that was uh, LeBron, the people who like LeBron. And I feel yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, come on, dog. Like, everybody's giving Kawhi all this praise, but we know that if Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson was there, it would be a whole different series. Man, I'm not hearing none of it, man, because you think about this, and I'm a user in the NFL, bro. You know, uh, Wentz got hurt, and then Nick Foles took over. Man. You know what I'm saying? And the rest and is history. Want to you, you play who you got. Now, I ain't taking away, nothing away from Philly, because I, I, I even told you this, that Philly was the best team that year. They were going to win a Super Bowl. Even if Wentz was there, they probably would have still won a Super Bowl. But, you know what I'm saying? You play who you got available. You know what I'm saying? Wentz got them there, but Bowles closed it out for that team. And they played a juggernaut New England Patriots team. Because if you look at it, you take away Carson Wentz off that team, you got Nick Foles, you basically playing your back, playing with your backup. Yep. Philly wasn't supposed to win the Super Bowl. At all. At all. Let, let, let alone get there. Because you got to <laughs> think about who they, who they beat to even get there. Yeah, it was a nice little run. Definitely. Yeah, man. I, you know, like that, that, that went like last year, man. 
KD got hurt, what, game game two or th- whatever it was, game two or three, but yet you still got arguably two of the best shooters in NBA history, and you still couldn't beat the Toronto Raptors. Exactly. Exactly. And like I said, I ain't I ain't mean to get sidetracked like that or whatever, but I'm just saying like it I'm I'm saying all of this because even what Scottie Pippen said pissed me off. I don't know if you saw his comments or whatever, but he was like, This ain't real basketball, the bubble, the games are are feels like pickup ball. He's like, When have you ever known Rondo to make all these shots? And that's why I've always told people, bro, like I, I swear it bothers me listening to all these old heads sit up on these panels and they ain't even analyzing the game for what it is. They just up there giving their personal bitter opinions. And between him, Paul Pierce, Jalen Rose, it's like, like y'all ain't even critiquing the game. Y'all just throwing out a bunch of personal butthurt feelings. And I'm like, in the beginning... Everybody's like, man, the bubble games is good, man. These series is dope. Uh, you just got to hoop. There ain't no favorites because you take the crowd out of it. You take home court advantage out of it. So now you just got to hoop. And everybody loved the games until now. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 stopped, it stopped being that way when the Clippers lost to the Denver Nuggets. And, and the Lakers ended up advancing to the NBA Finals because they don't want to see this man win, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I'm not a fan of his. I respect his game. And we had this conversation, you know what I'm saying, since what? I, I'm going to say since 20, 2011, 2012, whatever, whatever we, you know what I'm saying, started rapping and shit on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? We always have this conversation about him. But I'm going to always say I'm not, you know, a fan of LeBron James. Now, as far as like his game, yeah, I, I gained more respect for his game over the years. You know what I'm saying? I respect certain players game, you know, the IQ of the game, all of that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, the hate, I don't know, you know, blame Jordan for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he is, you know, you can have a Mount Rushmore, but Jordan is on top. Jordan is basically God, you know what I'm saying, to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I hate the fact that everybody want to throw in this, ah, oh, well, he got six. He's six and zero, blah 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 blah. I get that, but Robert Ory seven and zero in the NBA Finals. He ain't never lost the Finals. You know what I'm saying? Look at uh, uh, Bill Russell. He got eleven NBA championships. He only lost one. And then even with but, that, it's but, like but you, but you, you got you got Jerry Jerry West. You know, and you know I'm a Dow Hard Lake fan, but you got Jerry West who went one and seven. He's either one and seven or one and nine. One and nine. Yeah, he got one NBA Finals, but this dude's the NBA logo. But see, and, and that's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, for whatever reason, today's generation, I ain't going to say today's generation, it's the generation before that. The generation before us is these old heads that has put on this emphasis of championships. And it's like, Scottie Pippen legit feels like, well, since he's won six, that he can sit down at anybody's table and he's entitled to say and critique anybody's game any way he sees fit. And I'm saying, like, come on, bro. Like, I ain't, I'm not in that business of trying to put somebody else down to elevate somebody else. But it's like, dog, like, let's keep it all the way gangster. You, you was the Robin. You was legit 
the Robin. You was important. You was important, yes. But at the end of the day, for you to sit on these panels and speak like your word is the gossip, like you, you out of pocket. And when he said the other night, LeBron still got to show that he can lead a team by himself. I'm like, where the hell you been at for the last 17 years? So we we just gonna discredit what he did in 06. Just throw that shit out the window, I guess. Like just throw it all the way out the window. Granted, bro, they had no chance of beating San Antonio. But we we just gonna discredit what he did in 06. Nah, you just, know, the, 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 the series that he closed out against the Detroit Pistons at the East Conference Finals, which I thought was his greatest playoff performance ever. So we we just not going to talk about that. That shit just don't exist, uh, exist huh? That's that guy need to shut the hell up, man. That's like, just ancient history, though. And that's what I'm saying. Like, even going back to Jalen Brown, and, like, again, this I didn't intend to turn this into no uh, ripping on all these analysts, but I'm saying, like, Jalen Rose at the beginning of the year – Kawhi and Paul George is the best duo in the NBA. The Clippers are the best team in the NBA. They loaded from top to bottom. And now that they done choked, nobody's even evaluating the Clippers. Now it's, oh, man, these games don't count. This ain't fair. LeBron and AD is the best. Like, how do y'all just get the flip-flop and go back and forth like it? I swear it rubs me the wrong way, dude. I swear it does. And that that even takes me to this Doc Rivers thing. And I know you wanted to touch on that real quick. Like, Doc Rivers took the fall for it. But at the same time, where is the accountability from Kawhi Leonard and Paul George? There ain't none. Well, you know, with with Kawhi, they they held, and and I'm going to say this, man. I ain't taking nothing away from Kawhi because he had one of the best playoff performances last year. You can't take that away from him. Now, you can't base him off of just that that one year because, you know, that playoff performance basically got him in the conversation of the best player in the world. And I'm looking at this shit like, how? Exactly. Because <laughs> if you think about it, Toronto's, Toronto was good without him. And honestly... I, look what they did this year. Number two in the East. Granted, they lost to the Celtics in the second round. But Toronto always, you know what I'm saying, was there. You know what I'm saying, making it, make it to the playoffs, being consistent, even though they lost to the Cavs. They always ran into the Cavs and lost to LeBron. Yeah. <coughs> now, now, that team last year, I like I said, if Marcus Allen's not there, they don't win that final. That's true, too. That's very true, too. And look, real quick, I'm going to interject my respectfully disagree. Because everybody hyped Kawhi up and put him up on that pedestal after last year. Now, granted, like you said, he did have one of the greatest playoff runs that we done seen since uh, LeBron's last year in Cleveland. Let me throw that in there real quick. Even though they didn't win, that's why I can't really hang my hat on that. But back to Kawhi. Um, I honestly feel like Kawhi has been the beneficiary of a great system. We already know Pop's system is historically great. Facts. And now with Toronto looking the way they do, I honestly feel like Toronto looked better this year than they did last year. The only difference was they didn't have that superstar that could carry them at the end of the game. Exactly. But as far as defensive uh, pressure and just going out there and being gritty and grinding and competing – 
Toronto looked amazing this year. And that's why I've always felt deep down. I'm like, I feel like people gave Kawhi a little bit more credit than he should have got rather than congratulating the actual Toronto Raptors because they right. legit. Siakam, Van Fleet, nah, they can hoop. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, now, about that, man. So now fast forward, you get the Clippers who on paper, everybody, myself included, was like, man, they loaded. They stacked. And mm-hmm. Kawhi and Paul George is the icing on the cake. And a lot of people gave the Clippers the edge because of Doc Rivers, too. And if you ask right. me, both of them, all of them got exposed. All three of them got exposed. Yeah. And I'm saying that now, if Doc Rivers done blew multiple 3-1 leads over the years, and Doc Rivers has had a whole lot of uh, talent. So we can't say yeah. that Doc Rivers has won based on just his coaching philosophy alone because he's had some loaded rosters and he's underperformed. But the, the thing is, with his, his Clippers team, you can't, and I dare somebody compare them with the Boston Celtics team because, one, I will give the Celtics an edge the years he was with the Celtics with that big three, or you call it a big four with Rondo. And, and I'm going to say it only because of Rondo because you can't compare Rajon Rondo with Patrick Beverly because Patrick Beverly cannot do what Rajon Rondo is capable of doing. Facts. See, the thing is, with, with Beverly, Beverly is a great defender, don't get me wrong, and he and he, he's great at getting in people's heads. You know, his his issue is is that his aggression is way too high, and it costs him a lot of games. Because I, I said once, once Paul George and Kawhi went to the Clippers, you had three of the best perimeter defenders on the floor on that team. And it's going to be very hard to get a shot up or even get to the lane. Now, Paul George's defense fell off since Indiana. Because he wasn't playing that same defense how he was playing Indiana at OKC and at the Clippers. He was he was focusing more on the scoring side of the ball. But, like, with, with the Clippers team, you know, they they wasn't built to win a championship. They was only built to compete with the Lakers to, to, to make sure the Lakers didn't get to the NBA Finals. And they couldn't get past the Denver Nuggets. Exactly. And, and I even told you this. Hell, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have won the series against the, da- the Dallas Mavericks. I don't Hell, think so either. And like, because you, you think about it, bro. Game one, Porzingis get ejected for some bullshit. And, and they barely lose. And then Dallas win game two, and then it was a lot of uh, questionable officiating calls uh, the rest of that series. Because Dallas, man, realistically, Dallas shouldn't have lost that series. And you look at it, it, it looked more like, ah, man, this shit is set up to where it's supposed to be the Lakers and, and the Clippers going to the Western Conference Finals. That's what everybody wanted to see, and that's how it looked like it was going to be set up as to be with how the officiating was. Right. Because you think, bro, that, man, they up 3-1 against the Nuggets, man. They young. Now, granted, yes, they've been to uh, the playoffs. You know, they was in the Western Conference. Now, they went in the Western Conference Finals last year. I think it might have been a year before, if I'm not mistaken. But you got a young team. Man, they should have swept them boys, man, with the talent that they had on that team. And I'm not taking nothing away from Denver, man, because they, they a solid team. They play great team ball. You know what I'm saying? Behind uh, the Joker and 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 uh, 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 Mary, 
But man, the way the way these games was played, man, for the Clippers, man, it was it was obvious and it looked that way, man, that it was set up for them to make it to the Western Conference Finals to play against the Lakers. The Lakers is gonna beat them regardless. But it was set up for them to match up with each other. And and that team was not put together to win a championship, man, at all. They they was put together to beat the Lakers. You had uh they what was it, Mark they got Marcus, right? Marcus Morris. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got Marcus Morris, then you ended up getting Joaquin Noah, uh, Red, was Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. You know, you some solid pieces to that team. But, let, man, let's be honest, man. With with the way they catered to the, uh, not LeBron, uh, Kawhi Leonard, man, there was no way, no way they, they was going to win an NBA championship, man. It was only just to compete with the Lakers. That's how the, the Lakers series was their championship. And they didn't make it. <laughs> exactly. And I'm, I'm going to leave that right there because that's why I'm saying it. And you just you just nailed it because it's like in the midst of the playoffs, starting with that first round in Dallas and all of that, everybody was so hyped and everybody was giving all this praise to the Clippers and this and that. And everybody loved the games until the Clippers went down. And that to me proves that these playoffs – have been legit. They've been competitive. The best team won. If you look at that Milwaukee-Miami series, Milwaukee didn't have a chance in hell with or without Giannis. And I'm just saying, now that the finals are here, the Lakers are just the better team because Miami can't match their length. So don't sit there and try to diminish this playoff run as, oh man, it's just an AAU tournament now because... You didn't get your Lakers Clippers like everybody uh, predicted a year ago because, hell, we already in October. But real quick, uh, it's 12.45. I got 15 minutes because I told you I want to watch some football. I want to see the the Browns and the Cowboys. I think it's going to be a good game. But real quick, (laughs) (laughs) real quick, real quick, I'm not getting off this mic until I talk about that, you know what, Kyrie Irving. I ain't going to cuss on here. But uh, Kyrie Irving lost his his damn mind, and I ended up cussing you anyway. Ain't, you ain't gonna say it. I will. He a piece of shit. Fuck Kyrie Irving. Nah. You ain't gonna say it. I'll say it. And, and he was watching the finals. I seen I seen his uh his, his thing uh, on the screen. He was watching the finals with his hating ass and shit. Kyrie need gone with that bullshit, man. Like for real. You don't have an NBA Finals championship, dude. If it wasn't for LeBron, you was a lot. Your team was a lottery pick every year. At Cleveland before LeBron got there. Quit that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and Durant ain't no better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I love Kevin Durant's game. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 we had this conversation plenty of times about him. I think Kevin Durant is by far, you know, top five easily. The best scorer in the NBA right now. By far. Just because of what he brings on the offensive side. Because you can't guard him, man. He, he, he's unguardable. You know what I'm saying? You guard him if he's missing shots. You, you, you hope and pray that he, he misses shots and he catches fire. I don't know what the hell, you know what I'm saying, Kyrie on, man. You know what I'm saying? How the hell are you going to apologize to this man? What was it, last year? Last year, the year before? You, you apologize to LeBron for, you know what I'm saying, what was said or what was done, and now all of a sudden you're coming up with this, this hating-ass shit about, ah, oh, damn, I got a, a, another nigga on the team. They could close out the games. I ain't got to worry about shooting the ball. Okay. Uh, what was that? What was that? Uh, 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 
can't remember if Kyrie was on that team. He might not have been on that team. But uh, the 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 year the year LeBron closed out three games, it might have been three or four games. I know it was like one or two against the uh, against the Pacers, and then it, it was like a couple against the uh, 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 the Raptors that year. Because I know it was back to back series. Kawhi, uh, Kawhi, that, that, Lord forgive me, not Kawhi. Kyrie was on that team because I was at the game. I was at the game. Indiana Pacers was up like twenty, and Tyron Lue put Kevin Love and Kyrie on the bench, and I watched LeBron single handedly bring them back because he put in Channing Fry, Cal Corver, uh, who else was on there? I want to say that was the year. Uh, Shump Nim was there. J.R. Smith Nim was there, and I'm talking about it was just raining threes. I was at the game. But for those that that don't know what we're talking about, uh, Kevin Durant or his team, Kevin Durant's team or somebody is rolling out a new podcast. So obviously this was all pre-recorded. And that's why I feel like they done that shit on purpose to get the headlines because they knew that the media would talk about it and that's going to get more people to come to listen to that podcast or whatever. So I get it. That's marketing at its finest. But it's like they're gonna they asked this man with 10 seconds left on the clock, who takes that shot? You or Kevin Durant. And for him to to let that roll off his tongue like that, dog, I feel like for the first time in my entire career, every team that I've been on, I've been the best option down the stretch. And I can finally look down and see somebody else that can make that shot. When I first heard that, dude, man, I about flipped out of my chair because I'm like, that was a direct shot at LeBron James. But yet, you're, you, nobody's going to convince me that LeBron James is not responsible for Kyrie Irving's success because his first four years in the league, Cleveland was a lottery team. Those are facts. Kyrie Irving has been hurt the majority of his career. Those are facts. So for him to throw, first of all, he threw Tyron Lue under the bus when he first left, talking about he finally got a coach that actually knows the X's and O's of the game and this and that. So basically, you call Tyron Lue a dummy, only to go to Boston and then piss on Brad Stevenson, even though the team went to the Eastern Conference Finals without you. Right. And then when you come and, back... And they were competing. And they were competing with the Cleveland Cavaliers. It went to seven games. And then when you come yeah. back and you fully healthy, y'all get bounced in the second round. Yeah. You go to Brooklyn. You cry and pouch your way to Brooklyn. Brooklyn was damn near a 500 club. Matter of fact, they wasn't even in the playoff picture yet. And then when Kyrie Irving went down again, they end up competing and became a playoff team without you. So that's that's what I'm saying. I'm like, dog, him and him and Kevin Durant are a match made in heaven. And then they go on the spiel talking about they don't need no coach. I'm like, that's the most disrespectful shit that you could ever do. You just hired a brand new coach, but then you're gonna step onto a microphone and say that all of y'all can be the coach. One night Kevin Durant can be the coach, one night I'll be the coach. Like, man, Steve Nash, dog, he's in trouble, man. Oh, yeah. Nash is in trouble, dog. And I was just like, man, if that wasn't a direct shot at LeBron James, and I was like, that shit is calculated. You know that this man is playing in the finals, but now when he go to the podium, 
he got to answer questions about you and Kevin Durant. Them niggas some right. haters, man. They haters, dog. They haters. Yeah. With all that shit that they said, they better make it to the NBA Finals next year. It's going to be interesting. Because I don't care what nobody says, dog. An Achilles tear is not no injury that you just bounce back from and you automatically become your old self. So I'm I'm curious to see how that's gonna pan out. Plus, uh, Milwaukee, if Greek Freak don't leave, they gonna be in that picture. Boston will probably make a few moves. They'll be in that picture. So it's gonna be interesting. Plus, look, Boston, we've been sitting. Huh? What Boston need to do is Boston need to make a decision on getting rid of either Gordon Hayward or Jalen Brown. And honestly, they need to get rid of Gordon Hayward. Yeah, Gordon Hayward just ain't no fit. For what they trying to do, he ain't no fit. I think they need a legit big man, and that will help balance out the scoring because I feel like they got the scores. They just don't have the inside presence that can open up the floor for everybody else. Yeah, that is a fact because we know what Tatum's capable of doing. And then, uh, you know, Kemba, you know what he's capable of doing. And, uh, you know, Jalen Brown, you know, he can get off, you know what I'm saying, from time to time or whatnot. But, yeah, they, they real deal need to make a move on either trying to get rid of uh, Hayward and, or Jalen Brown and get a big man. Exactly. But I ain't going to hold you on here, man. I just Like I said, I appreciate you jumping on here at such a short notice. This is all uh, unscripted. We ain't got no notes, no nothing. But I was just like, man, look. I understand I'm not no official Lakers fan. I'm just a part of that uh, LeBron circle or whatever. But it's just, it's mind-blowing to me how, like, I even see diehard Laker fans going hard to try to discredit this man. I'm like, dude, like, without him, the Lakers would not be on this stage. Like, why is that a hard concept to understand? You can't have one without the other. That's a fact. I mean, but it's just, you know, true hatred that people got for the man, man. Like, I never hated the guy. I just didn't like his game because it was just, uh, at, at, at one point, I didn't appreciate his game because at one point, he shied away from the moment. If you even spoke on this, because it's like, man, you got to take that moment, man. Like, it, you know, them, them last shots, you know, best player in the league, on the team, whatever you want to call it, you have to, you know what I'm saying, if the game is on the line, that's on you to take it home. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong, deferring is cool, you know what I'm saying, at an IQ standpoint, because I can go back to game one of the finals uh, his last finals with the Cavaliers uh, where he deferred to George Hill on a cut. IQ-wise, that was the best play to make, hands down. But as a fan of, of certain players in the game, it's like we want to see you take that moment, shoot that shot. <clears throat> and I looked at it on both ends. You know what I'm saying? It's like, as a fan of the game, it's like, dude, you LeBron, man, you you that man, dude, take that shot, knock it down. But at the same time, as a as a fan and a guy that actually played, he made the best play. 
which was which was passing the ball to George Hill on the cut. Right, and and that's where I feel like the evaluation of the game has totally shifted now, and I don't know. Do you do you blame Jordan for that? Because now it's like it ain't even about running the right plays that's going to guarantee you an open shot or guarantee you two points. Now is put the ball in somebody's hands and everybody move, and we're just expecting some miraculous shot. Like, we're all caught up in the, the heroics of a savior, so to speak. Like, this one person has to save the team. And that's why I feel like the game for the United States has been watered down because now it's become such an individual sport. Even in this yeah. current playoffs, like, man, it's been so many teams that the, the game is tied with 20 seconds left and you call a timeout only to go ISO and you don't even try to run a play that's going to guarantee you a victory. It's yeah. just put the ball in somebody's hands and everybody else move out of the way and they take some hellacious shot and hope for a miracle. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, dog, that's not basketball. And maybe that's why I'm a LeBron fan because I appreciate the, okay, why am I going to take a shot with two people on me when I know for a fact that the second person that came had to leave somebody. Somebody on this court is wide open. So we're all professional athletes. Why in the hell wouldn't I trust the person that's wide open to make this shot? Yeah, it's crazy. Exactly. My 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 guy did that a lot, man. But he he knocked down a lot of shots doing that. He he's the greatest tough shot maker that ever stepped on that court. Kobe Bean Bryant. You know what I'm saying I've only seen him defer one time, but that was when he passed the ball to Ron Artest against the Celtics in the final. You know, Artest don't make that three, we don't win that that championship that year. Or you know what I'm saying if if, if Kobe didn't defer. We, we don't win, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Kobe get that ball, you know, we down one, you already know who's taking a shot. It's yeah. like what you said, get the hell out the way. We know who's going to take that shot. And I need you to keep it all the way gangster with me, too. Uh, that night that he passed it to Ron Artest, Kobe had a, a, a terrible game. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. He had I a terrible Kobe, game. So that's what Kobe, I'm saying. I think he would win. Like four, it was either, I think he made like six baskets, but dude, I think he missed, dude, I think he missed, dude, I know it was over 15 shots. Kobe shot seven for 24 that night, if my memory serves me correctly. And that's why I said okay. I'm, I'm not going to be in the business of trying to diminish his career either because it's unfortunate what happened to Kobe. And that's why I said from this day moving forward, I'm not going to speak bad on that man at all right. under no circumstances. But... I'm going to say what I need to say when it comes to these people, man. LeBron choke. LeBron getting carried. LeBron, like, LeBron has to shoot 100% from the field, make all the uh, assists, grab all the rebounds in order for people to say that he had a good game. And it makes me mad. It yeah. makes me mad. But anyway. But see, that's the thing, though. And I told you this yesterday because – you know, you you been on troll mode for a whole week, and I, I love it. It's funny to me. I, I just sit back and watch, like dying laughing. You and the team got me like rolling, and I even seen your boy. Uh, I think it was Mark Mark Carter. I think it's his name. 
Oh, yeah. And, and he listens to the podcast. So I hope you hear this, boy, because he over yeah, sick, I, too. Yeah, I see he be chiming in. But see, the thing is, man, like I told you, my one of my homies, man, said this on Facebook, man. He was like, uh, he, he basically broke down the stat line. It's like, how's LeBron getting carried? And I'm just looking, just waiting to see somebody put a dumbass comment on there, man, because I ain't a fan of his. I respect his game, man, but you can't say that, man, is is being carried. But it, it's, it's, it's more of a, it's more of a, you know, the LeBron fan base, it pisses y'all off when, you know, somebody, you can mention that or just say, like, something little. Like, ah, oh, well, you know, he had he had three turnovers that game. Three turnovers ain't bad. You know what I'm saying? With, with 11 or 6. But it's like what you said. He got to make all the passes. He got to make all the shots. He got to get all the rebounds. He got to average 15 blocks a game. You know what I'm saying? It, there, there's no such thing as perfection, man. You know what I'm saying? But I, you know, with with the debates and the arguments, it seems to me that a lot of people get pissed off more when a lot of people is chiming in on what what mistakes he made or what he don't do. Right. And then, and then when y'all fire back, it'd be even more funny because it's like, we got to see the whole stat line. And I'm talking about from from year one to now. <laughs> and that, that's going to be so funny to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, everybody's going to have their debates, their arguments. Man, I get it. It's all fun and games. But a lot of people don't need to take that that as serious, you know what I'm saying, as as they are. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have my, you know, my, my memes and my troll moments about him and certain players, you know, I put up the whole uh, Batman and Robin where they had Anthony Davis and Batman and, and LeBron and Robin. I thought it was kind of funny. Do I think it's true? No, it's not. But it was still funny to me. You know what I'm saying? That's why I posted it. But yeah, I yeah, saw y'all, y'all, it. I saw it. I definitely yeah, saw y'all, it. Yeah, y'all, y'all going back and forth on that, man. It, it, it's entertaining and it's funny to me. You know what I'm saying? But you got some people... That that uh that they just go overboard with it, man, because it's always, you know, with with his fans, y'all break down the stat line and then with the haters, it's like, oh well, you know, he didn't do this. Oh, he's not better than Mike, he's not better than Kobe. He, man, damn all that, man. You know what I'm saying? Just just enjoy the game. You know exactly. What I'm just enjoy it. Exactly. And we're gonna leave it there. My prediction for tonight, 35, 11, and 12. LeBron James is gonna go ahead and put the stamp on the finals MVP. No disrespect to Anthony Davis because that's what the world wants. The world wants them to be beefing and feuding and going back and forth just so they can be like, see there, they did the same thing to Kyrie Irving. That's why Kyrie Irving wanted out. Kyrie Irving carried LeBron. He did all the work, but LeBron get the credit. Damn all that. Damn all all that. You said 35, 11, and 12? 35, 11, and 12. I'm going to say, let's see. I'm going to respectfully disagree with that stat line. <laughs> oh, hell. Look, you done added 10 uh, minutes to the I'm podcast. A, Let's go. I'm going to say this is what he's going to get tonight. He's going to get 27, I'm going to say 12 assists, 9 boards. He's going to hit four three-point shots. I'm okay with that. He's going to go, I'm going to say, Six for nine from the free throw line. I'm okay with that, but I'm I'm putting it on 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 record now that I honestly feel like tonight 
we're actually going to see him try to go for finals MVP. And that's what everybody going to talk about tomorrow. LeBron James is trying real, real hard to get that finals MVP. Watch. Book it. Book it. Book it. I mean, at the end of the day, dog, this is history on the line. That's why it's like, yeah, y'all want number 17, but we're talking about the first person to win for three different franchises and have three finals MVPs. So history's on the line, dog. We'll see. Yeah. But I'm out. All right, bro. All right, man. Leo ass toasted. No competition. Amisha Coastal. Yeah. I feel so high. I feel so live. My body's in the twine. Amisha Coastal. I feel so live. And I know why. That I can't deny. Amisha Coastal. Goody, fine wine. Fools, mock liquor. Wish me.